Okay, we, just to recap a little bit um, before we go read inside. There are three levels of light. There's light in a vessel. There's light which is higher than a vessel but connected to a vessel. And then there is a light which is considered to be part of the luminary, that it's uh, completely above the realm of vessels. These three levels of light have respectively three characteristics. Anyone remember what they are? The first level of light, it feels that whole existence is only... From its source. In, from its source and has to reveal its source. It's about revealing its source. The second level of light feels its source and therefore it knows that whatever it's revealing is insignificant. And therefore it feels it's not really doing its job. And the third level of light wants to be in its source. And the Shandav says, wherever you want to be, that's where you are. So therefore the third level of light is considered to be in its source. So to explain these three levels of light in our service of Hashem, we spoke about three methods that we of three monochromes of service of Hashem. One is our understanding of godliness. One is our faith in Hashem. And the third is our dedication of Mashiach's nefesh for Hashem. So in the analogy of understanding faith that motivates understanding of Hashem's greatness or Hashem's oneness or Hashem's or any godly concept, it's similar to level number one. What's the geogra- geography of level number one? Anyone remember? Where's level number one? Bina. You know, Madagascar was close. Uh, try. <laughs> Bina Natsilas. What's Bina? Bina is understanding. When you understand something, it makes sense to you. So you have Caitlin, you have vessels, you have a way of expressing it. So it's, it's, there's, there's, there's a, a light, there's faith, but there's a way of expressing your faith. You have, you have a language, you have, something, you have something concrete that you're able to express what you have. Chachma, what's Chachma? Chachma is the truth of something. Chachma is the way something really is. Chachma is not about your relationship to it. Chachma is about the emes. It's kind of similar to desire. What's desire? Desire is not about the thing that you desire. Your soul powers relate to the world. Hashem gave you soul powers. There's a world and there's a way that you interface with the world. That's your soul powers. So your soul powers are, they exist. They have their parameters. They have the way they interact naturally with the world. Then there is you, not connected to the world. That's like your desire is your soul's drawn to something. You have desire beyond logic. You just want. It's about you. Similarly, chachma. What's chachma mean? Chachma means the truth of something, not about the way you express it in your language. But what what is its truth? That's what emuna is. Emuna is something which is above vessels. Emuna is the emes. Emuna is the truth. There is a way your emuna can be explained. There's a way emuna comes into vessels. But then there is a way Muna is above vessels. That's the pure Muna itself. And we were saying that even the way Muna comes into vessels, even the way Muna comes into Seichel, it still remains transcendent. It it's unaffected by the vessel. It still remains a pure force. Although the light comes into vessels, it's still light. It just functions, it just projects in a way of, of the vessels that it goes into. But it remains pure. Similar to Muna, although Muna goes into Seichel, it doesn't become contaminated or tainted or lessened by its encounter with Seichel, it still remains pure Amunah. It's still, it's still something higher than Seichel. 
even after it's encountered the vessels, even after it could be explained. Okay, that's, those are the first two levels. So, so, so you see the correlation between a light in a vessel and Seichel, and a light beyond vessel and the Muna? Yeah, my only question is, the first light, you kept on using the word faith. So are we differentiating faith and Amuna? No. So then why are we talking about faith in the logic explanation? Uh, uh, for me, the word Amuna and faith are, are the same. So my question again is, why did you kept keep on talking about faith? And our faith, in regards to understanding and logic, you kept on, kept on throwing faith into the first one. Yeah, because it's the way your emunah comes into your seichel. That's the second one, is emunah. There's a way emunah is, is dressed in seichel. And then there's a way emunah is beyond seichel, not dressed in seichel. The first level is where emunah comes into seichel. And the second one is with emunah in, in desire? The second one is emunah functioning similar to desire, and that is just pure emunah, not emunah in seichel. Just like desire is just you're wanting something, it's not about vessels, so too there is the pure amuna itself without the seichel that has no vessels yet. I believe. Why do you believe? Because I'm in a yid and I'm in a shama and I believe. My shama is part of Hashem. My shama is an yid and sees Hashem. Because I'm a yid. So I believe. So that, that amuna is not about the vessels, not about what, the way I can explain it. Can it come into seichel? It's, like it's a light which is above vessels, which could come into vessels. Amuna is above seichel, but it could be it go into seichel. Chachma is above seichel, but can go into seichel. So this is a light which is above the vessel, but it could enter a vessel. And when it already enters the vessel, that's into bina. That's already the light within the Right. That's this emuna how it's dressed in seichel. And even then, don't think that it's now changed and it's no longer transcendent because it's in a keli. It functions in a way of a keli, but it's not. It actually remains light still. It's still a transcendent light. Okay. One of the uh, terms that we're using over here to, to, to describe these various things are bitl and mitzias. Bitl means a non-existent thing, abnegated, and mitzias means a, a thing. Seichel is in the realm of mitzias, it's a thing. Bit emunah is in the realm of a non-thing, abnegation. Emunah marrying seichel is always something which is bitl, is, comes down into your into your life, into your existence, into your parameters, into into your you, and that's the point of why you would want to engage in an exercise, even though you maybe think you, I think I shared this story with you, but but this bacher who asked Rabbi Elkan Akasha and and this bacher this this yeshiva student, he had never learned this before, and uh, he asked a question to him about Amuna. Rabbi El said to him, learn this sicha from the Rebbe Tavshin Gimel. That sicha will satisfy your uh, question. So he learned the sicha. And he told Rabiel, now I have doubts in my faith. So Rabiel said, what's prat? How could it be now he has doubts in faith? They're very simple. First, never thought about it, Bechalal. Never at all entertained the notion that it's possible that, that, that it's true. And now he has a doubt, maybe it's true. So there is, though, a challenge in bringing your amun into your sicha. What is the challenge? The challenge is that your seichel could uh, could have arguments against your emunah. But so is it better to bring it, try to bring it into your seichel, or just leave emunah as emunah is and tap into the emunah when you need it? Okay. Not tainted it. Good. 
Good question. So let's, 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 let's make a disclaimer over here. There's Hayyim Yayim. The Hayyim Yayim says, even those in, people which are intelligent today have to put their seichel on the side because of the challenges that exist today. And they have to have Mr. Nefesh not to move from the Shulchan Aruch like, as much as the dot on top of the letter Yud. You can't rely on your seichel nowadays. Now is not a time you can rely on your seichel. I'm answering your question. So the disclaimer is, yes, you cannot rely on your seichel. On the other hand, you cannot lie to yourself either and not engage your seichel too. You also, chassidus demands that you have to bring your seichel into the play. You also have to use your seichel. Chassidus is not satisfied just by you having a mumma. Chassidus wants to bring your seichel into it too. You have to understand as much as you can. You're not relying on your seichel, but on the other hand, you have to try to understand chassidus. You understand that you don't understand, so therefore you don't want to understand because you know you realize you'll never understand, so you'd rather just have it in the Amuna, and that's your level of understanding, if any of that made sense. Yeah. That's the more not, we learn, yeah. the more we know we don't know. Which means we have to realize. Which yeah. means, exactly, we have to go back to step one, which is just pure Amuna. The Altarebbe wants us to understand Chassidus. It says in the Torah, when Mashiach will come, Hashem will remove the heart of stone from your, from your flesh. The Alter Rebbe says, why doesn't it say the mind of stone? The Alter Rebbe says, because a mind of stone, you're supposed to remove yourself, the Lunich Chassidus. You're not supposed to have a mind of stone. You're not supposed to be like a, like a shtick halt, like a piece of wood that has no sensitivity to, to Ruchnis. You're supposed to not just have a... Like, an empty like, 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 a, uh, like a red light in Los Angeles, which has... A, Sean Hannity and Roshlimbo and all kinds of other, other people telling him how to think. You, you should be a Yid, you should think like a Yid. So, so, uh, so, so says challenge, challenge, challenge your Seichel and understand it. Of course, let live with Chassidus. What are we living with in this environment? First thing we're living with this is that everybody's telling us, don't just believe. Try to br- learn Chassidus that makes sense to you. And make it make sense to you. And try to bring it down into yourself. That's, that's, that's the Aveda that we're learning. Still struggling. So then struggle. That's what everybody's telling you. Need a Boolean diagram, right? There's having a Muna in Shem existence is existence next like in this world Harsinai Kritis Yamsuf Parnasa yeah okay let's get real it's it's the Parnasa it's the dealing with people in the world it's making decisions for 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 your children it's like much more gashmius physical things yeah for some people I guess I, I really like, I, I don't have a problem believing that Harsinai happened and there's a mass revelation and the sound came out of the mountain and it pierced through every... But you're not sure you want to say you kit all the Oh, I know for sure I do not want to. Is that where they learn to speak English? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to sound like it there. So... Wait, that's, that, that's the rule. That, that's, like, that's like the bar. <laughs> okay, one thing that we're trying to do is is trying to cultivate, in a sense, a faith in the Abishta, right? Okay. So this sense of faith in the Abishta is a way that it makes sense to us. So, so your first your 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 method of deciding things 
is it Shulchan Arach? Is it Chassidus? Or is it, uh, I told you the Maya said about these two Chassidim. Reuven and Shimon were deciding where to send their kids to school. Reuven says, I'm sending my kids to the Motel, Michal Tailabam's Yeshiva. Michal Tailabam, he started Alatera. Then there was no Alatera, just, just this crazy guy who's not teaching his kids any English. And he's learning with them uh, in, some, in some basement somewhere in Karnaitz. So, uh, so Shimon says, what, what your kids are, what are they going to do? How are they going to survive uh, the world? He says, the Abish will help them. So he says, what you're saying is Yechudi Allah. in the Fabrengan lexicon means insane. So he says, you're saying it's insane. He says, yes, it is Yechudi so, so he says, you're up to level Yechudi you're on that level. So he said, I don't understand Yechudi but I believe in Yechudi I believe in Yechudi so in other words, if, if the Rebbe advises some a certain method of education, so I'm, I'm okay living with it, because I believe that's true. That, that's one madrega. That That's the first step. First step is you believe that Shulchan Aruch says something, says something, you're going to follow it, and, that's gonna, and, and it's going to work. The second step is, is, that, is that your emunah, the Ebeshter, is so real to you that you don't see that as something that's challenging. You don't see that as something that, that's hard. You see that as something that's, that's natural. You do this, the Abish next year. It's 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 it's. Uh, that, that becomes easier. When Alatera grows in the biggest school in, you know, in the world, for sure. Personally, in your personal <laughs> life, when you see that, supposed to mention when you see that. Yeah, when you see, it makes it easier. When you send your kids to this, and the kid ends up somehow taking after, even after all of this, he takes some type of a, uh, a programming course. And turns into a multi-hundred millionaire because he designs some <laughs> shopping company online, and he doesn't know how to run the company at all. He doesn't even know what is flying, but he's just got a bank account full of cash. It's just you're having a fantasy, you know that. <laughs> and by the way, what is flying is, is Alatera one hundred one language. That's what they teach you in first grade. Oh, what's one of what's flying? That's Alatera language. Okay, anyways, go right there. Um, you should know that in the public schools they're having a crisis of character. Well, well, they've spent the, the past hundred years creating a uh, knowledge base. Yeah, basically knowledge skill, pursuing it, incurring incredible amounts of debt for the sake of pursuing knowledge. They now realize that they've they've churned out really smart jerks, who are insensitive and not caring. And so now they have these these care portrait of a graduate is like a, a trend now that is coming out in public schools and it's all focused on Basically, the criticisms of a place like Ole Torah, which would build an upstanding person, an incredibly caring, sensitive person who might not have the Algebra 2 calculus A and B and, uh, and an ability to uh, you know, churn out a, a five-paragraph essay in English, there's still, you can learn all of that. You can't learn at 17 how to be a mensch for the first time. It's over. It's game over. Never will happen. So, yeah. And the company that's out there would rather hire the auditorium guy that knows nothing and teach him what he needs to do on the job than hire the seven, hire the guy that has all of the... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they'll hire him and then fire him because he's a jerk. Because he sends an email and has chutzpah and, and throws people under the bus. Google just did a 10-year study on their, on their hiring, hiring, firing, promotion practice. They only hire for, for skill, paper, pedigree of a graduate degree. And they 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 fired for for soft skills, and, and promoted for soft skills exclusively soft skills. They didn't have it. Yeah.
So, but I'm still not sending my kid there. Just so we're clear. I'm, I'm still All right. Okay, let, let's look in note 35 for a second. Willie Schleimer, it's on page 287. Since the point of bringing your emuna into your seichel is the sake of your faith, you want your faith to be more real to you, that means you're really, what you're really trying to do is that your seichel should also echo the bittel. You don't want the bittel, you don't want your dedication to be something which is not you, you want it to be you. So saying that there's more bittel in, in a muna beyond seichel than there is in, in a muna with, than there is in your seichel is a superficial way of looking at it. Where, who has more bittel? The guy who says, I believe I have a muna, or the guy who has understanding of seichel, understanding of his muna. On the surface, the fact that the person says, I believe, I don't care what it ma- if it makes sense or not. But there's a part of him which isn't bottle, the part of him which, which, which it says, oh, this isn't true. On the other hand, when you bring your emunah into your seichel, on the surface it seems you're lessening your emunah. On the other hand, what, what that really means is you're making your natural self be in a state of bittel. It's not, emunah beyond seichel is not more bottle than seichel. Emunah beyond seichel is, is emunah that's higher than your you. Emunah that comes into your seichel means that your you is also in a state of bittel. It's bringing your bittel to become part of you. Um, let's go now to the to the parentheses uh, in the bottom of the Now let's bring this back to the analog. The difference between the light of Hashem, which comes into the vessels, which is in Bina, and the light of Hashem, which is higher than the vessels, which is Chachma. Even the light that goes into a vessel, what is it about? It's not an entity unto itself. The light of Hashem in Bina. What is it about? It's out revealing the source. Rather, its way of expressing its, its identity is it has to reveal its source. It's not a separate entity than its source. All it is is about revealing its source. Its way of expressing its source is in revelation. It's about giving it to someone else. In addition to the fact that the vessels themselves are a thing, revelation is also a thing. So the light of Hashem which comes into a vessel, which we say that's parallel to Bina, to understanding something. So it's, it, it, it does exist. There's an existence here. There, there is a Metzius. But, but yet, what is a Metzius? What is its existence? Its existence is only about revealing the source. However, the bittel of the light, which is above the vessel, has no existence at all. All it is, is the source. The light of Hashem, which goes into a vessel, it's about revelation of source. It's a thing. It has to reveal the source. It's not... In a, in this one, I'm not sure if I said that uh, coherently. Let me try again. The light of Hashem, which is in a vessel, what is it about? It's about revealing the source. It's about projecting it to something else. So on the one hand, that's a thing. It's doing something. There's revelation. There's light. There's a vessel. There's things. What are those things about? Those things are about revelation of source. So on the one hand, we're saying it's a thing. On the other hand, we're saying what is its thingness? 
What is it for? It's only for its source. Contrast that to the light of Hashem, which is above the vessel, which has no thingness at all. All it is is attachment to its source. It's not at all, doesn't have any sense of identity of itself. There's no, there's no identity. The first level has identity. Its identity is revelation of source. It's, Seichel has identity. Seichel might be, may be powered by your Amunah, but Seichel has identity. Seichel has, has definition. And then there is Amunah. Amunah is the light above Hashem, above the vessel, which there is no identity yet. All there is is Galilus. There's, no, there's nothing outside of Galilus. You also have a Muna and Hashem telling you that you need to bring us into your Seichel. So therefore, you're not going to be satisfied just trying once or twice or whatever. You want to bring us into your Seichel. Yeah. But on the other hand, what I said before is, is really the, the most important thing, which is not to rely on your Seichel. It's, even those who are intelligent, the Rebbe says, don't rely on your Seichel. After Seichel, those relying on your Seichel can have a bitter end. Instead, you have to have total Amunah. Let's go to, uh, we have to try to bring your Seichel too. If to bring into your Seichel, we have to rely on Hashem. Okay. Let's do three more lines. Even Amunah is not absolute bitl. Even faith in Hashem, that's absolute bitl. It's not about you, it's about the truth. What's Amunah mean? I believe in the Eibishter. Although my Seichel, although my existence, although my humanness, there's no proofs for it. I still believe in it anyways. That's 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 the um, that's a So that's that's bittel. I put my mind on the side. I don't have any proofs for this truth, but I say ani mamen anyways. I believe in it anyways. Why do I believe then? If it's that logical proofs which are making me believe, why do I believe? It's because alakus, because godliness is felt in my neshama. This feeling is above my seichel. It's not something which is which is which which I can understand, but it's 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 a feeling. My neshama feels the abishter. My neshama is one with the abishter. So although I have no proof of the abishter, but my neshama feels the abishter anyways. So the that's bittel. It's it's above your existence, above your normal reality. You have a muna above your seichel. It's not the way you look at things. It's when Nisham looks at things. And you as a person believe in it, but it's not your natural persona. It's, it's, it's more like your Nisham's persona felt by you. you you're feeling your Nisham's persona. So therefore the Muna does not express absolute nullification, dedication to Hashem. Why? Why do you believe? It's because you feel in you Hashem. Hashem is felt by you. It's like the light of this, the light of the sun. You're sensing Hashem in yourself. It's about your feeling of Hashem. There is a you that feels the image. It's not absolute bittel. It's not your seichel. You're putting your seichel on the side. Okay, that expresses bittel. You're putting your mitzvahs on the side. You're putting yourself on the side. You believe, but at the same time. Why do you believe? Because you you feel the Abishta. So it's still about your feeling. It's not. It's, there's still some. It's still a you. 
in emuna which is based on seichel, the focus is you. I understand, I feel, my emuna makes sense to me. Okay, so it's about you. There's clearly a you there. It's not total abnegation. If you're not able to do that, or talking about pure faith without the seichel, I believe, I put my mind on the side, I put my heart on the side, I believe anyways. I put my, it's, 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 not, it's not something which is natural to me, but this is the emes. But even the fact you feel the abishter, I feel the abishter is I. I feel him. Well, see, Messias Nefesh is even higher level than just the moon. Okay, we'll stop here.